We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you go to someone and you're stalking them, you're like, what, who is this bitch? Who does this bitch think she is? And then I'm like, what bitch do I think I am? What's up, guys? Welcome back to Don't Tell Mom. I'm Hannah Dickinson. I'm here with Skylar Corby. What's up? What's up? How are you? You seem tired. It's a long day. I'm trying to cram in a ton of stuff before 4th of July weekend. I would ideally like to not work the last two days of this week. I've been working. I've been talking since consistently since 5 p.m. I'm sorry. That was also a very rude thing to say. You seem tired. I mean, you're you're not wrong. It's it's coming through real hard. It's like the rudest thing you can say to a woman. And I believe we've talked about it on this podcast. At least I have makeup on. If I had no makeup on, you're like, you seem tired. Of it. How could you tell? Wait, what are you doing for the 4th of July? Going to the Outer Banks in North Carolina. And you have a lot to plan for that? No, I just <laughs> trying to like cram work in before I go. So I literally can just lay there among all the Trump flags and pretend they're not there. I know. I haven't been to the Outer Banks. I don't think because like the Outer Banks were cool in high school. You went and like drank and got a brew through t-shirt and like wore that to school when and you got I back. My next t-shirts. Yep. And I was never cool enough to experience that. See, my grandparents had a house down there. So we went all the time anyway. So I was cool before it was cool to be cool. And then now we just keep it going, I guess. That's fun. Yeah. What about you? I'm moving back to the city. I have movers coming on Saturday. I'm moving in by myself, which is weird. I hired movers. My mom was like, Maybe you should just try to like make up with Matt just for the weekend. He was so helpful with the move. And I was like, you know what, mom, you are rubbing salt into these open wounds <laughs> as I give my credit card for $400 for a fucking moving company yeah. to move my shit. At all. I'm like on Bumble, like swiping, just like how big are your muscles? <laughs> <laughs> I just need you. Actually, that'd be a really funny thing to put into a bio. Big, hey, I'm really not looking for anything except for a little bit of help on Saturday. So yeah, but last I time I was last time I said looking for someone to build me a shoe rack, the mm. amount of I've got a huge hammer that c- came into my DMs. Let's be made clear. No one's going to help me move without sexual favors. Yeah. And I just don't see myself being sexual for a while. I think that's probably a good move. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's 4th of July weekend. Who knows? I got movers coming into my apartment. I'm living alone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, super American up in there. We'll find out what happens. Yeah, but no, I'm just moving. I, w- I want to try wallpapering my bathroom. Hmm. 
my mom again salt in the wound was like isn't that a two-person job isn't it easier with two people to wallpaper a room I was like yes mom it is easier to wallpaper a room with two people it's also easier to go to dinner with two people it's also easier to pay rent with two people but I'm a one-man band in this bitch so fucking don't hurt my feelings we're gonna see how it goes yeah so that's wallpapering is pretty a bold move why don't you just want to paint it and then or are you just like really going, you're going maximalist here, aren't you? Yeah, because it's like I'm sober. So I'm trying to think of activities I can do to, and one of them is decorate my apartment. Like so I'm, I'm painting one wall of my bedroom. Okay. And then my bathroom, I'm going to flamingo wallpaper. Oh, I'm doing okay. flamingo wallpaper. I, I was looking a lot online and I think it's bold, but I think it's fun. I like that. Bold in a bathroom is what you can do because it's such a small space anyway, so you might as well go. Exactly. Out. There isn't a lot because the tile goes up the anything. wall pretty high. Okay. Yeah. So, and then my living room, which is the biggest room, living room slash kitchen, there's a fireplace and a lot of storage. So I'm going to paint some of those. I'm just going to make it a whole art project. It's probably going to end up looking like shit. It's going to be one of those Pinterest the Pinterest version versus my version where the cookies like half a face and melted, but that's going to be my apartment. You're going to be like, why am I in this arts and crafts hobbit hole? But that's why we good. I'm excited. That's a fun project. I set up the Wi-Fi by myself. I have been felt like Beyonce independent woman. Is that Beyonce? Destiny's child. Yeah. Yeah. Destiny's mm-hmm. child. I have, I've really felt independent. Like I set up, I, or I ordered the Spectrum box. I set up my Con Edison. Granted, they were only two calls that took two minutes, but I did feel very, I was like, I'm an independent woman. Yeah, you did it. I didn't raise my voice with customer service. That's impressive. So that's what my fourth, my fourth of July Independence Day is my own fucking independence. There we go. Oh, America's free. So is this pussy. So <laughs> I'm worried you're going to come over and you're going to be like, this looks like shit. I mean, I'm not going to hold it against you for at least a month or two because I know how long it takes to actually move in and make your place look good. So you've got time. Yeah, you better work on your fucking poker face because if the paper looks like shit, I need you to be like, it looks great. I will. I'm the queen of that. Don't you worry. But I feel like you can't really fuck it up. Like, you'll know if it's not straight. And I feel like you'll either fix it or that'll just be its new quirk. And you're going to warn me before I go in there, big, by the way, it's intentional, big. All right. Or it's just going to be like one strip and it's not even <laughs> going to be going the right direction. I'm just going to be like, it's fucking abstract. It's what's the yeah. abstract. I'm like, it's fucking Jackson Pollock in this <laughs> Yeah. I will say though, what I really respect about you is like my relationship to an outsider was a disaster. You know what I mean? Like it was moving too fast. The train was going off the tracks. However, as my friend, you said absolutely nothing. And I respect you for that. So I know that if my apartment looks like dog shit, I can count on you to be like, you tried. It you was tried. good enough. <laughs> you, you can't fault what yourself. You were going for, and I love that. Well, because I'm moving to West Village and my mom was like, where does Skylar live? And I was like, oh, she lives in West Village too. My mom goes, oh, good. You should hang out with her more because she's a nice girl. And I was like, that just keeps going. That was my thing in high school. I did all the shit, but apparently no one knew I did it. So I was always the alibi for people. It's like, oh, I'm hanging out with Skylar Corby. And it was like, oh, okay, good. Then you'll be fine. You won't be doing anything cool tonight at all. Also, what's your frame of reference? When was the last time I, Wendy and I spoke? <laughs> That's what I said. I was like, what are you? I think because you have a boyfriend and you wear braids. 
pretty much that's all it takes i'm like yeah she lives with her boyfriend my mom's like what a great girl you should hang out with her more <laughs> she seems nice we went, no she goes wait doesn't she work for um a matchmaking company and i was like yeah she was like you guys should hang out all the time <laughs> she has a relationship and she fixes people up you should move in with her you should just move in with her it's uh uneventful over here which is good i guess i'm getting over an ear infection which i didn't know you could get when you weren't 10 years old. What did you get it from? I'm not really sure. Um, It felt like swimmer's ear, but for someone who doesn't swim, that was tough to pull off. I think it was just from like flights last week and it was a weird air pressure change thing. I don't really know. But for like three days last week, I was fully deaf in my left side. So I also realized, and this isn't a new thing, but I talk very loud anyway. When I can't hear, I was petrified that I was just screaming at people because I had no, <laughs> no way of gauging. You had how no loud. reference. Well, that's like, I'm, you know, I've been with my mom cause we've been looking at apartments and we, so we drove to New York from Virginia and my mom, she talks, she talks on the phone. Like, I'm like, are they in a helicopter? Yes. <laughs> are they in a helicopter that is surrounded by ambulances? Why are you yelling constantly? You're becoming a mother and you don't even know it. God, I hope not. You don't have an ear infection. You're pregnant. That would be quite a way to figure it out. I would rather try. I'd rather Van Gogh myself right now than have any of that shit happen. Too busy. I've got too much other stuff going on. I've got all these bachelorette parties to pay for and flights. I don't have time for a baby. Yeah. I I mean, the fact that you're planning a bachelorette party is is noble. That's like modern day war. I guess modern day war is war. I am a general for sure, or whatever the highest rank would be (laughs) for the person, you know, who pays attention to that. Um, The only thing I know about the army is the commercial. Yeah. In high school, we used to sign people up. (laughs) (laughs) We used to call, we signed up this guy who wouldn't, who was like not dating me, but I wanted him to. (laughs) You wanted to send him overseas instead? We tried to sign him up for the army. It didn't work though. I forget why. I mean, I know they're there. He said, no, I'm not going. <laughs> yeah, what was he going to do? Not serve his country? What an act. We were hoping they would take him in the night, you know? <laughs> like, just kidnap him from his bed. <laughs> you signed up for this. Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that damn social security number. I tried as hard as I could. I just couldn't get it. <laughs> There's only how many combinations. How could you fuck that up? um that's funny um (laughs) our guest today very funny she's so great new york comedian stuart fullerton there we go stuart how are you guys hi Hi. this is my co-host skylar this is stuart hi skylar oh my gosh hannah you are so cute with with the sucker i'm obsessed well i thought i could finish it before it started and um it turns out i can't i love it eating it like 15 minutes ago. I feel like that should be your personality. Like you should start like always having a sucker. Who is that? What movie is a girl? It's like always in a teen movie where a girl is sucking on a- uh, Bring it on, like one of the clovers. Yeah, it's just, it turns, see the thing is about those movies, their mouths never turn the color of the sucker. Yeah. So it's always hot. That's a conspiracy theory. Yeah, because they always have like a red one and that'll get your teeth in five minutes. Either like it's a fake sucker, like they literally like color it or the makeup and hair people just have to like 
do the teeth between each scene. Yeah. Or what right. they do is the prop guy holds the sucker and then the scene starts and they're like, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm like, where can I put my sucker? I could put it in my COVID vaccine card. Oh yeah, do that. <laughs> I don't need that anymore. I'll put it in my notebook that I, my journal from rehab. Um, <laughs> that feels appropriate. Which by the way, I can't believe you went to rehab. I, I'm you sorry. Can't believe, you can't believe I went to rehab store it. I just want to let you know that it, it is glamorous. I think it's cool, but I know that's bad to say, but I did think it was super glamorous. <laughs> this, this guy that used to hook up with texted me and he was like, how are you? Like, I heard what happened and I was like, oh, I'm going to rehab. And he was like, wow, you're going to be famous. To be totally yeah. candid with you, I had that thought. I was like, Hannah gets everything. Like, she has an iconic- <laughs> oh my God, she's so fucking lucky. Of course <laughs> she's going to rehab. That was literally my first thought. I was like, she has the perfect life. Like, she just gets to, like, whisked away to rehab. And then, like, like, it really means you will be famous, 100%. Or not. And then it's just, like, a sad story. But that's so this industry where, like, I go to rehab and you're like, of course. She fucking gets everything. <laughs> she gets everything. That bitch. Her jokes are going to be so good after rehab. What am I working with? Public school 10 years ago? No. Or 20 years ago? No. Yeah. Well, that's still a hardship. Don't short yourself. Being a white girl in public school is not easy. Okay. There are bullies in middle school. This is true. This is As true. I learned in rehab, trauma lives in the body. So if you were bullied in middle school, it can fuck you up for life. Yeah. You hold it in your, yep. Have you guys ever done the somatic experience? No. no what's that? This woman gave me this traumatic massage, but it's like she was feeling the bottom of my foot. She was rubbing the bottom of my foot and she didn't know anything about me. And she was like, were you just in a relationship that moved too fast? And I was like, yeah. How did you know that? Because she felt it in your foot. Yeah. She was like, it's clear that you um, moved way too quick in that and things didn't go well. And I was like, what? I was like, are you psychic? She's like, no, the body talks. That's awesome. Wow, I have heard some people, like if you poke them right here, like if you literally just start massaging this area, like they'll start sobbing. People will just like immediately start like crying because your body like holds like all this crazy tension, like right here. If my hair touches that area, I just immediately start crying. I mean, that's the thing. People would get massages at the end of the day because they would say you it might bring up things emotionally that you aren't aware of. So you might be too emotional to like finish your day. Hmm. And I never have wow. I gotten a massage and been like, oh my God, I was molested as a child. Right. I guess that's just because I wasn't molested as a child. Right. That would, yeah, that would make sense. But um, so a lot of people wrote poetry in rehab. That was kind of their way yeah. of with everything. And Skylar was a uh, English major. So she had to write poetry. Yeah. So I challenged her to write a haiku, but I forgot about this haiku until about six minutes before this podcast, when I was eating the lollipop, even though I texted you, did you do your haiku? I didn't do mine. I was totally <laughs> like being a bitch. Story and of everyone's life in like high school. Like, did you do your assignment? And did then- you do your assignment? Great. Can I see it? Um, <laughs> well, can I copy it? So basically, um, we wrote haikus, and you can be the judge, Stuart. I feel I like yours is going to be a lot stronger than mine. Uh, you'd be surprised. It's not. That was the thing. Like I had to take poetry classes because it was just part of the whole thing. I didn't like it. Skylar, were you in rehab too? No, no, no. Kyle, she was an English major. So a lot of people cried a lot. Um, (laughs) Just a lot of classes with people with blue hair. (laughs) Wait, really quick. I know you might've talked about this last week, but I have to ask. 
was there like a hot guy that was like cool there you mean hot guys yeah were there hot guys there there was one really hot guy and he was so sweet too. Oh, I, he seemed sweet from a distance. I never really talked to him. Right. I mean, people get in relationships in rehab, but it's like, what do you, yeah. I mean, that's just kind of like, I mean, kind as someone who went, I'm like, I'm not trying to mi- mix it up with. No, no, you, you don't want to be with an ass. Sorry, that sounds bad. But like, you know, you want to be the fun addict, one. As an addict, I don't, don't want to be with that. Exactly. Like, you want to be the fun one. You don't want someone or like the, you know, you don't want double trouble. Yeah, we don't need <laughs> us calling the cops on each other. On you each know, exactly. <laughs> no, a woman that I became friends with said that she, because she went in 2010 or something and then she was back, as you do, apparently. I was, like, I was like saying goodbye to the doctors. Yeah, I was like, I'll see you in a bit. You never wow. go just once. You got to go a few times. Yeah, you got to do a tour. She was saying she got into a relationship with a guy. It ended like very poorly. Really badly. Oh, I would be nervous if like someone read my poetry. Like I, I wouldn't be the relationship rehab type. You're already putting yourself out there so much. Yeah. For me, I'm like, I'm already talking about my feelings in front of all these people. The last thing I want is to be rejected or feel rejected in rehab. Exactly. Exactly. Like I, I couldn't handle that. I couldn't handle like, what's that guy thinking about me today? Yeah. That's kind of where my head was at too. I was like, there's no part. Yeah. There's no reward big enough for me to put myself out there with these hot guys. Exactly. Yep. That makes sense. And every time I meet a hot guy, once you get to know them, it's always they're less hot. So I'm like, I might yeah. as well just look at them as a hot guy. Yeah, yeah, like, ooh, mysterious guy. Okay, wait, now I want to hear y'all's haikus. Okay, Skylar, you want to go first? I guess so. Okay, I can't laugh. All right. Trapped in a long thread. Do I know you? No, I don't. Fronting so much green. Wow. Wow, that's a Trapped really- Trapped in a long thread. Do I know you? No, I don't. A lot of green? Fronting a lot of green. Wow. Wait, sorry. Fronting so much green. Sorry. <laughs> I almost fucked up. <laughs> I was going to so say, much- I was going to call you out. Yeah. <laughs> no one counted. Fronting so much green. Wow. Is this a riddle? Well, because I said metaphor. Mine is not a metaphor at all. Well, kind you of. You fucking cheated this entire thing. You're right. I you're know. I know. I fucked up. I just day. wanted to hear your poem. To be honest, I just wanted to hear yours because I knew you went to, I knew you were an English major. So I just needed to hear it. And that's good. That was a good poem. Thank you. What is it about? Can I tell you or do you want to guess? I kind of want to guess. I'm. Is it Kermit the Frog? No. <laughs> My love for Kermit the Frog. <laughs> <laughs> is it about you or is it possibly about a famous person? Not about a famous person. Okay. About me and a current struggle of mine. Okay. Do you have like a a cut and you have a Band-Aid on? Surprisingly, no. (laughs) And it's wrapped in it and then you have to front a lot of green for the doctor's bills. What about a dog? Is it about your dog? No, I wish. Fronting a lot of green. Wrapped in a long thread. Do I know this is know? very English major. Like I'm impressed. Yeah, I am Hannah, very Hannah impressed. Better, you now imagine like 30 of these people, but I wrote it five minutes before class and you have the kid that like workshopped this for five days prior. Yes. And you all have to sit there and talk about it and you're not allowed to laugh at anyone. That was, oh, was fucking I work. could never. The only good thing is that I can write now. Other than that, you had to be trapped with these kids for four years. It was a disaster. 
Oh my God. I can only imagine the English major kids. Okay, wait, what's I mean, it now? This poem itself was worth the degree. Uh, <laughs> this poem is making us think. Like it is, we are literally thinking. Probably like, a lot of green, that's gotta be money, right? Is that about right. money? That's, that's about money. money. I would get ripped apart for that by a teacher. They're big. That's a little obvious, Skylar, don't you think? I'd be like, okay, I don't know. Well, I guess Kermit the Frog, so it's not. <laughs> Trapped in Wrapped. a thread. Wrapped in a long thread. Group chat. Group chat. Group chat about going to brunch and you have to make about plans and you have to put up a lot of money. It's about a bachelorette. Bachelorette. I don't want to go. Bachelorette. Bachelorette. I'm planning a bachelorette, which is hell on earth. I love the people that are going for the most part, but a group thread is my worst nightmare. It's a group thread where everyone's asking me like random ass questions and I'm like, all you have to do is show up. I need you to pay me and then show up. And that's all we should really be talking about. But it's people just asking stupid ass questions and then backing out of things that I've already paid for. So that is me fronting the green for things where people like aren't gonna be showing up after all. But I'm like, wow. well, all right. Wait, so are they oh my God. To be collective? Of, can you even do that for a bachelor party? No, I mean, you shouldn't. Yeah, that's so cheap. It's just one of those things where you're like, I'm showing up, whatever is happening, I'm paying for and I'm enjoying it. Like. This isn't a birthday party where you get, or it's not like a choose your own adventure. You don't go to a bachelorette party. You're like, well, I'm only going to do the brunch, but I'd rather stay by the pool. It's like, you're either in or you're out. So especially because yeah. obviously one person is planning it and paying for it. Right. So I think you got to be all in or all out. You I do. agree. And you just I think you need to send that to the group thread. You be, need to be like, this is not choose your own adventure. This you're all in or you're all out. See, then I'm going to end up on some like, a BuzzFeed article where it's just like girl planning bachelorette party loses her absolutely shit. flips Would out. you deal with this would you go to this bachelorette party it's like no I fucking get it now have you planned a bachelorette party this sure. is my second one and the first one was just as much of a nightmare so wow I planned I've planned two I was slightly less involved in the first one because we were my uh, my like best friend got married when we were like right out of college and so we kind of didn't give a fuck so we just yeah. kind of like did whatever Bachelor parties have up scales. Like you gotta have like balloons. Like if you don't have cups made, like all it just got extra, extra. So then last year I planned one and it was hell because there was actually like three of us planning it. And I always think three people is like the worst. And we would get like angry, like about the texting. There was like all this drama because like people, yeah, some people wanted to go to dinner mm-hmm. and it, it was in Arkansas in a dry County. I don't want to brag, oh. but <laughs> like on a, in a lake kind of areas, so, like it was dry County. A shitty bachelorette store. <laughs> I know it was, it Sounds was actually like kind of your job. <laughs> okay. It was, it was actually kind of amazing because it was the pandemic. So like we were supposed to go to Nashville or something, but we weren't able to because of the pandemic. So we went to like a cabin, like a lake house. Yeah. Just had to like seclude yourself. This is my Mary Poppins bag full of all of the shit. So yeah, the cups. Oh my God. Got uh, the cups. The sunglasses. Yep. Wait, um, so you just have that, Skylar? No, I've been buying all of it. She's been buying it for- Oh, so yeah. up. The hair ties that look like rings. Yep. All the shit. Wow. Hair when ties is this bachelorette? In August. And you already have the cups? Oh, I mean, I didn't know how long they were going to take. So I'm like, if I don't have them now, then they won't show up in time because that's how my life works. That's so fun. I just canceled a bachelorette. I feel bad. I'm in the wedding, but I was like, 
look, I'm getting sober. I'm not going to Arizona. Like, I can't go to Arizona for rehab and then return for a bachelorette party within the same year. (laughs) That's just not going to happen. It seems like a lot, yeah. Is it selfish to not go, though? Is it selfish to not go to a friend's bachelorette? I mean, you have a legit reason. No, I I actually think it's a horrible idea to go to a bachelorette party sober. It actually sounds miserable. All you can do at a bachelorette party is drink. Like, it's not like you do fun, like, other activities, really, besides drink. The destination is drinking. Yeah, unless you yeah. are friends with the girls that are like, and we're going to go to a pure bar class. I'm but not even, that girl. <laughs> yeah, they're like doing a soul cycle class, but even mm. that I would have to be drunk, I think. <laughs> I'd be like really testing my sobriety. Bride tribe. Bride and tribe. friendship. Yeah, I just feel bad because I'm in, you know, it's like to be a bridesmaid and then be like, I can't go because the thought of being around this sober actually... <laughs> I can't imagine celebrating you as a single woman sober, sober. <laughs> being around your high school friends sober. I just, I have to bow out. Yeah. No, I've actually started bowing out more bachelorette parties. Like it, the wedding's already a huge trip for me. Yeah. It's too much. I, I don't think it's bad that you're backing out. No, I don't think so either. You're still in the wedding. It's not going to make a difference that you're not at the bachelorette. Yeah. The other thing I'm like, if I don't go to the bachelorette, everyone's like, where's the other bridesmaid? And they're like, well, she kind of went to rehab for a bit, so she can't really uh, make it because uh, she's in full-blown recovery. And then it gets to the wedding, and they're like, oh, you're the girl who's in rehab. And it's like, hello, yes, that is that. And they're like, that's so nice me. to meet you, thank you. Um, but do you guys have strippers at your bachelorettes? I, the one, the other one that I planned, I didn't plan it, but we were in Asheville, North Carolina, in a cabin. And one of the girls came up to me, like, the first night, she's like, are we getting a stripper? I'm like, no, I have no desire. Like that just never has appealed to me. And one of the girls was like, well, we'll get it. Like, we'll figure it out. I'm like, we are getting an Asheville, North Carolina stripper. Right. <laughs> That's He has to come up a mountain. Why are we doing this? And they did. And it was just like, fine. What did he look like? Was he muscular? He was fine. Like he was a hard six and a half face was exactly what you would expect out of an Asheville, North Carolina stripper that could come on a day's notice. And it was, was he awkward? No, he got so into it. Like, I think I like gave him like 20 bucks at one point, mostly to stay away from me. I'm like, this is not my scene, buddy. So like, I think I bought her like three dances. I'm like, just keep looping around to her. She's the one we want to be talking to. Don't come near me. (laughs) Oh my God. When I did that, when I, when we were planning the bachelor party, that was at a lake house in Arkansas, we got like a text that was like, hey, just so you know, Lindsay doesn't want any strippers. It's like, we're in a dry county in Arkansas. What backwoods motherfucker would come in here with a hat? Like that would, I would be terrible. Of course we're not getting a Craigslist stripper. That is so funny. If a guy just shows up and it's like, I really need this $50. (laughs) My neighbor, I went to Eric Lynn's, Mm -hmm. but I ordered a stripper. And you got to choose from three on the website. And I was like, okay, Miami strippers, here we go. You think they're going to be better. I don't think it, right. I think it's just male strippers are not attractive because even in Miami where you'd expect the creme de la creme of male strippers, yeah. the guy shows up and I was like, he wasn't even, not only was he not on my list, he was not on the website. He was not <laughs> on the website that they offered. He had a pimp with him, his, this woman who was just, I, I don't want to say she looked like a lunch lady because that sounds mean, but she looked like a lunch lady. 
and she had a cheetah purse. And I was like, oh, like you didn't tell me it was going to be an extra $200 cash. She was like, yes, I did. It says it in the fine print. So she like had a gun in her cheetah purse and was basically telling me that I had to go get 200 more dollars out of the ATM. Otherwise, it was the strangest experience. And no one wanted the stripper except for me because I was like, we obviously have to have a stripper. Right. So no one like pitched in because I and I couldn't ask for money because I wasn't like, hey, guys, do you want a stripper? I was like, oh, by the way, everyone has we to got one. We're going to be late to dinner. Just so Bertha you and her boy are here. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But no, I don't know if I'd do a stripper again. Well, actually, maybe that's what I do when I'm not there. I order a stripper to the there house. You go. That's your contribution. Oh, oh, wait, that's actually a really good idea. Yeah, but I haven't gotten any. I think she just knows I'm not going because I was taking that out of the group chat. Back to your haiku. Back to your haiku, exactly. Yeah. No, I think it's good that you're getting out of it. And it'll they'll have fun, whatever. What's up with Arizona being the bachelorette destination of America? I think because it's cheap. The house they're staying hey. in is really cool. Uh, wow. Mm-hmm. So people can just party and like have a nice house there with like a pool and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I was going to go maybe sit by the pool, but then Skylar, to your point about being like, I'm coming, but I'm not going to opt into any of this bullshit. It feels weird. Yeah. Yeah. Because so there's like, not- you just know you're going out to dinners and you're like, thank you for my water. Here's $95 for that and like a plate of ravioli. Also, then you are just around it like it's probably not a good look to be in the background of a picture where everyone's like shots Me i'm like zooming them. into my aa meetings and i'm like sorry guys like, uh, <laughs> can you guys share a little louder uh <laughs> you make everyone do poetry in the morning wait you you should go but then take them to rehab be like i'm actually planning the dinner for thursday and then and take them the meeting yeah yeah <laughs> I bring my big book out my positive affirmation like reading I was trying to find oh yes so in rehab I did buy a book I bought a lot of books actually um it's called affirmations for the inner child oh so every morning I'll just open to a page read one and then take an antidepressant and we're good to go ladies her morning routine so but. can you just like Amazon prime things into rehab you can but they watch you open it Okay, got it. They do. Wow. I have a question. Did you make, was there like a girl gang? Like, was there cool girls? I was not a part of the cool girl gang. Oh yeah. But they've you been know, there for I'm a while. Never, so. I'm never, I wasn't a popular kid in high school. I'm not a popular kid in like groups. Cause I don't really like to, I don't like to like inject myself into groups. I tried that in seventh grade and got denied. And ever since then I can't, I just can't do it. I don't inject anymore. I used to inject so bad. Like I would be like, Try to come into friend groups. And I think it's always, it never really works. Yeah. But I think you're very friendly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will say like me saying that, I'm like, that's almost like a recent thing that I'm like, like, I'm not going to try. Well, the, the long and the short of it is I actually started working at this restaurant with hipsters, but everyone that works there is so hip and I'm like not fitting in and it was killing me, but because I am friendly and I normally... Like normally people like me. So then when someone doesn't, it all, it makes my instinct is like fight and like get them to like me. But with this group, I've been like, you know what? I'm not going to be an injecting person. So that's, that was a fresh, a fresh take. If someone's cool in a group as an adult, it's probably not that cool of a group. 
I think so. Yeah, I think so too. I did feel, I did feel a lot of FOMO because I came back to New York this week and I was looking for apartments with my mom, but we were there over the weekend and girls were like going out and they had their pussies. My mom was like, those girls have their pussies out Oh, because they were wearing dresses ready to go out. And I felt so much FOMO because I don't have, well, one, I'm not going out anymore, but two, I'm just like, these are these hot group of friends going out to a bar. Like I just felt left out and I'm like is everyone going out I feel like now people are going out and having fun and I'm like where are my invites and granted I know all my friends know I just went to rehab but it's a little little shitty they're being respectful you mean (laughs) yeah they're like respecting my boundaries and my choices and that is pissing me off (laughs) they removed you from the group chat when you asked not to go I mean how dare they yeah I was like I hate group chats and now I don't get them and I'm like what the fuck is going on fuck you guys the groups of people going out in Manhattan is the real pandemic it has been just so you know I actually wish I had warned you before you went around with your mom people are wearing anything these days like people are wearing like literally like just clamped to their nipples and like huge groups drinking in the streets like it is bucking all this summer. it's fucking mardi gras out here it's literally new orleans yeah and that, i mean i love my mom we get along it's great but it did feel like it felt like middle school again i was like all yeah. these cool girls are going to fucking the dance and i'm not invited yeah and they look so hip and they all have friends i also get really jealous when groups have co-ed groups i've never been in a co-ed group what the fuck is i know it's because of the show friends because you think your friends are going to be half girls, half guys that all end up together. I don't have guy friends either. I know. So I, I have, I mean, like gays is a different thing, but like the straight co-ed friend groups, I've seen like, I, I feel like I went like, I saw like a group of like people like walking through Brooklyn the other day. And like, there's like a group, a table of like young girl, young guy, young girl, young guy, young girl, young guy, like a, a group of 10 of like equal girls and guys. And I'm like, how did y'all make this happen? Like who made the plans? But you know what? Those groups of people are all under 25 because they just haven't had sex with each other yet. Yeah. You think so? And they like just got out of college and they all went to college yeah. together. Yeah. yeah. I was, my I friend has talked about that like, all the time. We're like, I miss, I yeah. miss having guy friends. But the thing is when you're like approaching 30, it's weird to just have a guy that you hang out with all the time. Right. It's like, no. You live with your boyfriend too. Doesn't your boyfriend have friends? Stuart? Me? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He does have friends. They actually, his friends, they kind of live in Philly. Like he's kind of close with his like friends that he grew up with and they have a co-ed group. And I've always kind of thought it was weird. Right? It makes you like, well, Skylar, and you have couple friends. So you kind of have a co-ed Yeah, I feel like it's a little different because it's co-ed, but it's like, it's not like someone is dating like the reason they're all friends is because it's like someone boyfriend's friends. And then the reason it's co-ed is because that guy's girlfriend's here. And that makes sense to me though. But I'm talking about like non-couple. I guess yeah. probably one of them is a couple and then the rest are like, you know. Yeah, yeah just, just the rest are trying to pair off. To together. But I think that too, no, when you said like, I don't know how they plan this. That's the first thing that goes into my head. Anytime I see something that's clearly not just like a birthday party brunch or something like that. Like it's just- people out on a Saturday that managed to get together at noon for no particular reason. I'm like, 
how did you do this? I literally don't know how men get ready in the morning. Like, I don't know what they do. Like they don't get ready. They just roll out of bed. And then I went to read affirmations, nothing. They don't take antidepressants. Hot guys don't need medication. They're not sad. There's no such thing as a hot guy who's upset about anything. Exactly. They don't care at all. Well, I went to a wedding and it was like a co-ed brunch before, but it was all couples, but the girls showed up first, but every guy was late because they took scooters and the scooters died. So the guys were a half an hour late to this brunch and I could not have been more pissed off. That makes sense. Like, of course I had to take the fucking scooters. Of course the scooters died. Like that's men to me. What I don't see is men being on time for a brunch. Like I just don't. Well, that's it's funny because it's like I do want guy friends and then I think about that event I'm like fucking guys are the worst yeah none guys that are can be my friends but also show up on time and are you know pleasant to be around and respectful women yeah and respect me but also like pay you're not gonna have a guy friend you're not sleeping with pay for your brunch that's a date I don't know I sort of I could I feel like I could make it happen I don't know. No, you're right. No, that would be, no, if, if we weren't dating, yeah, that would be bad. Yeah. But like the drinks, like one guy gets the round, like, for example, um, I have a friend who at home in Arkansas and her husband will just pick up the tab all the time for hmm. people. So that's kind of like what I like. I get that. Yeah. I, I, I once dated a guy, actually two guys I did once picked up the tab for the, um, for the girls and the guys that were there. I like that. I think that's a cool power move. I don't, I, I come out of it with a free meal. Everybody's happy. Yeah. What you're saying is you want your friends to date rich. You're like, <laughs> I just want my friends to have rich boyfriends because my boyfriend is a comedian. Sorry, Stuart. Your boyfriend's a comedian. That's actually exactly, I just only want to be around rich people. I think is where I'm getting at. I want them to front the green, shall we say. <laughs> I think it's just impossible to have guy friends. I don't think I have one guy friend anymore. Actually, yeah. that's not true. I have one in Seattle. The only thing I can I can pass as a guy friend is like comedians, but I don't actually like them. It's just like we do speak. I also think it's more like <laughs> I guess I'm friends with comedians, but the more it's more of a working situation. Like a true guy friend is regardless of what you do as a job or what you yeah, regardless of anything, you are there for each other. And I just don't think I have that. Yeah. I don't, I definitely don't. I have no, definitely not straight ones. None at all. Yeah. You know what I'm kind of thinking? Like we need more reality shows that are co-ed friend groups because they create the most chaos. Like Jersey Shore, Vanderpump Rules. There's some heavy hitting. Southern Charm is, or I've never actually watched it, but yes. Unfortunately, I have watched every second of Southern Charm. And yes, it is. The only issue with Southern Charm is that they actually kind of hate each other. It's not yeah, like they're friends like- yeah, they like all kind of are rude to each other, but like Jersey Shore, it's like they live together, you know? Yeah. Again, though, that would be really hard to, um, I think that would just be really hard to not hook up with people, right? Right. I mean, you would always- inevitably going to happen. Like, well, that's if you the care drama. about someone enough and you like them as a friend and you're semi-attractive and if it's on TV, they're going to be semi-attractive. They're probably going to start hooking up and then the friendship just dies. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a like, will they, won't they? Like what's gonna happen? And then you're sort of trapped. Like this actually has never happened to me. I'm just speaking from like reality show perspectives, but like you're kind of trapped. I had a really good guy friend who we hooked up and then I like fell in love with him and then it just imploded because he just used that. 
but then after what happened yeah. like, by accident like he was like oh like reach out like we hadn't talked in like over a year he was like reach out call me anytime and I called him and he just didn't answer I was like yeah that's a guy friend they're just like they call me but what they mean is don't call me yeah the option is open but don't use it yeah you saying this is actually the truth like I could never be friends with a guy like I just put in like I put in Scott like Skylar level effort of like already ordering the Amazon things like I need at least half that and men just don't answer your call you know it's sort of a power it's too much of a power struggle to be friends with a guy yeah well so I I did this brain mapping thing I talked about it last episode so I don't want to get too repetitive but it reads your brain waves and basically how your brain communicates in different channels like your left brain and your right brain and like how it connects and this guy reads brain waves that's his job he's like I don't know if he's a doc. I think he's a doctor. I don't know. Science. Who knows what the fuck yeah. his title is, but he had a ponytail. So, you know, he was smart. Yeah. And he was saying that men don't, their brain doesn't connect as well as women's. So yes. emotionally they're it's not connected to their logic or not as connected. So if a guy is saying, he's like, when a guy says, I don't know what you're saying, they literally don't understand because their brain is not connected that way. Yeah, that is so interesting. And I definitely believe that they don't meet in the mid, like they don't attach emotion to anything, which is why they like, honestly, I think why they get successful because like women will be like, we're smarter in the way of like, we pick up if someone doesn't like us. Mm -hmm. Men don't even care. They don't even think about that. Like, they don't think like that girl doesn't like, you know, like me being like, I work with these trendy hipsters. I can tell they don't like me. It's like a man would just like come to work and then leave. Yeah. Or it's like how a man never gives up and he's like, come on, why can't we be together? Because I like you. So they're so persistent because they don't understand when a woman doesn't like them. Have you guys seen Good on Paper, Eliza Schlesinger's movie? Not yet. No, is it good? Okay, I'm not an Eliza Schlesinger fan. She thinks she's like the fucking Betsy Ross of comedy. She just thinks she's like really changing the game, even though she's not. But her movie, Good on Paper, is a true story where she met a guy on a flight and he tells her he went to Yale. He tells her he works in finance. He like tries to, he basically like cons her into being his friend and then cons her into dating him. And he tells her his mom has cancer, just like all this weird stuff. And then she finds out it's all fake. He basically lives in this duplex in Hollywood with like two roommates and he doesn't have any money at all and he just was trying to get Eliza to date him and the movie's pretty good wait but... that sounds really good and also super creepy and it reminds me of Dirty John exactly yeah it's like that which also took place in LA and it makes me think like it's so scary that people can scam like that yeah but I think women want to believe like I think men are such good con artists because again, they don't have guilt or it's like they don't have guilt about it. Yeah. Wow. I, wow. I definitely want to see that movie. That sounds great. It's so it's like a real movie. I didn't realize, I thought it was maybe like a special. She has her stand-up in it randomly, but it's a, it's a good movie. I liked it. Okay. I'm definitely going to watch that, but okay. I'll, I'll read you, um, my poem now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I want to, I want to hear your poem. Well, cause it kind of goes with this. my emotion all day there's real no metaphor for it (laughs) I woke up today my left side was aching hard maybe I'm lonely oh isn't that sad 
Yeah. That's really hard. I don't know which one's better, y'all. Y'all, that one was, Skyler's was like a riddle, but Hannah's really hit me in the heart. Yeah. Because, you know, I used to sleep on the right side. I used to have someone sleeping on the left side. Mm-hmm. Even though things got so crazy, I'm going to get vulnerable for a second. I was so lonely today. I was like, do I miss my ex-boyfriend? I was like, no, because he acted so crazy in the end. Yeah. But then when you get lonely, you're like, you just immediately think of good times and like fun experiences and like the laughing, which is like so fucked up that your brain does that. Yeah. You think of the highlight yeah. reel all of a sudden. You're like, oh, but remember all this good stuff? It's like, yeah, but it was interspersed with all this shit. It's like a shitty movie that had two funny scenes and then they play those in the commercial and that's the commercial that plays over in your head. Yeah. yeah. I also think like what I really hate, I feel lonely a lot which is kind of crazy because I'm always like kind of surrounded by people, but I do. And I'm not someone that's ever going to get off social media, but like, I do think social media is like probably the worst thing we could be doing for our brains to like see other, because people only post the fun stuff. So then you're like seeing everyone have fun. And then you're literally in your apartment in the pitch black, like eating popcorn in bed, watching Real Housewives. And you're like, why am I here? Because if you're alone too, you're on social media. So you're seeing all these people together. Because you're just on your phone. Like, I don't think I'm alone and not on my phone ever. But when was the last, are you always in a relationship, Stuart? I'm actually not. Um, This is my longest relationship. We've been together for like four years. Yeah, you guys live together, right? Yeah. See, both of you managed to keep your boyfriends during the pandemic. Yeah. It was not easy. No. I'll say it that way. What was so hard about it? Part of me was like, I almost wish I was alone. Really? I feel like a big part of being in a relationship that's really hard for me is that when I'm alone, I'm much better at like, like being like, okay, you're going to make yourself feel better. You're going to make like a, go on a run or like get in a better mood. But I sort of feel like when you have a partner, you can kind of blame it on them. So that's where it gets dangerous for me. Cause then I'll be like, you're not making me happy when it's like, you know what I mean? You sort of wallow a little more. I don't know, Skylar, if that was your, you as well. I think it kind of depended. Like there were some days when I was very happy to have somebody here because I could have really just sat around and done absolutely nothing some days. And then my boyfriend likes to like get up and go, like he needs to be moving around. And some days I'm like, can we just like fucking sit here? But then other days it was nice to be like, okay, well, if I'm the only one sitting here, that's bad. So maybe I should get up and go and do something. So it is a balance, but- it was also yeah. that where it's like when I felt justified in just sitting around doing nothing, then I still felt guilty about it because I'm like, well, he's not, he's up and doing stuff. So maybe I should be up and moving. I'm like, no, I have nothing to go do. But I also will say like having zero, I mean, the pandemic was zero alone time. Like, yeah. I mean, some alone time, but not a ton and like a tiny apartment in New York. And like me and my boyfriend, like we don't have the relationship where we like sit on the couch and watch movies often like we had the relationship where we were always out doing shit and then like come home and like tell each other stories and then like we were always busy yeah so like being fully alone for like a year just like with nothing to do was like oh my god yeah I mean I made it three months with a person I didn't even know before (laughs) I was like that's a long time (laughs) I was like I did it so the fact that I mean both of you made it through a year and a half with someone you actually already know a lot about like it's not even like you could spend that time to get to know them because you already fucking knew each other you already knew it yeah I think a lot of people broke up though like almost every couple I know broke up ones that weren't married at least you know that's why I'm moving back I'm like I gotta get back out there yeah you're timing me 
well, so I made a, so I was like, oh, I'm gonna have a hard time dating because of like, I'm not drinking. And so like my roommate was like, well, you should make a hinge. And then it's hinge is the gateway. I made a bumble when I was with my mom and saw people out. And then I saw my ex on bumble, which was hurtful because mm-hmm. he told me that he needed time to like be alone. And you know, that whole thing, which obviously is a lie. And also I was like, oh, that's funny. When I dated you, you're 31 and now somehow you're 25 again. Now in all your photos. Interesting. Hmm. And oh, he used weird photos. He used old photos. Yeah. I was like, those <gasps> photos are not. Did you meet him on Bumble? I met him on Hinge. Yeah. I'm sure he like got drunk one night and like signed back on and maybe he's not on it all the time, but that would suck to see. I wish there was a way to like block people. It, it does suck to see. Cause you're like, God damn it. Like, God damn it. Here, I mean, that would be like, oh, fuck you, bitch. Yeah. But then I'm like, did they see me? He's got to. I mean, you're yeah. obviously not swiping to connect, but he's got it. You are both at least on there enough and have the wherewithal to be like, okay, well, we're not going to swipe right or whatever. Like, we're definitely just passing through here, but there's no way he hasn't or he won't, at least if it hasn't happened yet. But then you try to look at it like, okay, I know their personality. How are they presenting themselves? Mm-hmm. Right. Oh yeah. No, I love. And then you go back and look at yours. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'm like, how am I presenting myself? Did he look at mine and be like, she's a liar too? One of, one of like the worst things I never admit this. I will like go stalk someone and then I go stalk myself like a lot. Oh yeah. Like a lot. I'll be knee deep. Like I'll just like be, it'll be two in the morning. I'll just be on my first ever Instagram post. Like, Oh, like she looks fine. Like, <laughs> no, all filters. That. if you go to someone and you're stalking them, you're like, what, who is this bitch? Who does this bitch think she is? And then I'm like, what bitch do I think I am? Because oh, then yeah. you know people are going to your profile and doing the exact same fucking thing. So you're yeah. like, you try to do it in the non-biased way of like, it's like flip the lens. You try to see. Yourself. Yeah. And mine is bad, like from back in the day, because I like went to musical theater school. Like I have some costumes, some bad headshots. Like I'm like, I look so fucking lame <laughs> do not delete i every time i go restock myself i delete at least three photos i delete them yeah or i'll like hide them archive yeah archive and i deleted all the captions because my captions used to be like unhinged like exclamation points like up and down like crazy you're like hashtagging fun in the sun yeah literally <laughs> like bad Chug- hashtagging do you, pinterest do you guys say chuggy yet or do you hate yeah. the word I don't know what what is I've been in rehab for a month. I don't even know what that means. means basic, oh, yeah. Basically. It's the new term for basic. What is it? It's like chuggy. It's like girls that like have like Target, like love Target, like coffee. It's kind of like pumpkin spice. Like it's the updated basic. Yeah. But why is it called chuggy? A girl invented it. A girl that like went to Stanford or, or USC or something invented it. And <laughs> she's like, it's the perfect term for like people that like have like live, laugh, love. It's like chuggy. It's that's what it is. That's no. not a real word. They're gonna add it to the Webster dictionary. What? <laughs> not no. Is it trending <laughs> on TikTok? Who this girl from USC or Stanford? Which, by the way, is like I, I think I'm only saying I went to USC, and let me tell you, these girls are fucking stupid. As one of them, you can't <laughs> just make up a word. And she did. It says an uh, American internet neologicism coined in 2013. It was popularized by Gen Z to describe lifestyle trends associated with the early 2010s and millennials. This aesthetic has been described as the opposite of trendy or trying too hard. And the girl who wrote it went to Beverly Hills High School. 
I was thinking that she went to, I don't know. I might've just said USC because of you, but maybe she went to, um, she's like, like this dumb basic blonde who went to USC. She, she sucks lollipops. <laughs> she sucks lollipops. Exactly. Sorry. I got to plug this in. Um, okay. Stuart, do you have a crazy bitch of the week besides this bitch who created this word? Wait, I do. Are you guys into like Bravo? Kind of. A little bit. I'm a little too into Bravo, but my, I, I wanted to do one famous one. And I, I think Erica Jane, I don't know if you guys have been hearing about the stuff happening with her, but she is the crazy bitch of the week. Who's Erica for Jane? Sure. So she's a real housewife of Beverly Hills who long story short also has a music career. Like she like sings like kind of like pop gay anthem sort of songs, but her whole story is that she's, her husband's like 80 really fucking old and his name's Tom Girardi and he like used to be one of like the most famous lawyers in LA he literally did Aaron Brockovich and all this stuff they Long look like Anna sh- Nicole Smith and her husband that's what they yeah look- that's what they yeah and long story short it came out pretty much during the quarantine that he has been embezzling money for like years and like embezzling it through her glam team and spending like millions of dollars a year on like literal glam. He's like a lawyer, like for the people. Like he's like a huge big deal lawyer who like uh, victims like die in a plane crash. He would be like, okay, I'm giving you your settlement money, but you guys won't get it until next year because we're investing it in a fund that will give you more money. And then he would like pretty much just steal all the money and embezzle it using her glam. So now she is like fully being taken down with him and sort of just having like a media spin out where like, I don't really know the moves she's making. She's sort of, she's pretending that they, they, they filed for divorce and she's kind of pretending that she didn't know about any of this and then like pretending he cheated on her. So my reason that she's the crazy bitch of the week is because I think when you go through a scandal like this, you either need to like play dumb and like stay married or she needs to go like balls to the walls and turn him in. And instead she's walking the middle line, which I think is a really bad idea. And then she's sort of doing like crazy media stuff. Like she got photographed, like, cause we all know, like at this point, we all know any paparazzi is like, they called it on themselves. Yeah. Right. We, We know this now. Like she got her like pumping gas and she like looks all frazzled and like looks like a mess and she like stuck her tongue out of the camera. So she's kind of doing like crazy media shit where it's like, we don't know what's going to happen. Like she's trying to be like, I'm so poor. I pump my own gas. Yeah. And she's also trying to look like a mess. Like she's trying to look like Lindsay Lohan <laughs> and as like a, like getting the people on her side. But then meanwhile, we're finding out more and more, like we're finding out that like, cause they're the whole like court thing is going on. Like her, like what's his name is like going to go to jail. Like they've already subpoenaed her a few times and she's the real house of Beverly Hills is airing. And then on the show, she's acting all like sex kitteny. Like she's like, I'm going to have hot anonymous sex. And it's like, okay, Samantha Jones, like you're literally being tried for embezzling money from like orphans. Like, don't do a sex it's just the media thing is crazy to me does that make sense yeah it's funny because I once dated this guy who he told me his ex-girlfriend worked for the Indian mafia so in Maryland there's an Indian mafia of like uh men from India who work at these banks and basically they 
embezzle money. Yeah. And so his girlfriend who he lived with was working with this Indian dude. And like, it was, it'd be really weird because they would go out to India restaurants all the time and they would always get the nicest champagne. And his girlfriend would just like knew everyone in the community and would like travel with him. And it was really odd. And then one day she had to run into work and her boss had shot himself because they got caught and he knew the police were coming and then so the girlfriend got subpoenaed and all this stuff and he was like I had no idea I think she might have been cheating on me with him kind of like this girl's play and I believed him up until this very moment because that guy was the one who gave me herpes and lied about it so now I'm like he was playing dumb about how his girlfriend worked for the Indian mafia and he had no idea they just got all this money. You know, his girlfriend paid most of the rent and like they went out to really nice dinners for free and he had no idea. And now I'm like, oh, he fucking did. He knew. How do you not raise one eyebrow? I mean, I would be thrilled. I, I mean, as I said before, I want a friend group where someone pays. So I would do it. But like, you have to play full dumb. And like, they did the divorce thing, I think, to get her out of it. You know what I mean? So then like, he would just go to jail and she would be out of the jail. But she shouldn't have done the divorce thing. She should have been like, I'm standing by him. I didn't know, yeah, but, but I'm he's standing. Bar- like looking at a photo of him, he's barely standing. He's like really old. That's actually another part of the whole thing. It's like, it sucks that he got caught. Cause it's like, he was almost out of here. Yeah. Yeah. You he know, really like got close to the end. Years before it was just smooth sailing. The media these days, like, can you guys imagine being in PR? Like they did not go to school for the training that they need to have now yeah no you cannot predict anything these days you do not know how the public is going to react to anything like I think Erica Jane probably thinks like the pumping gas thing is going to work on the public and it's like that doesn't work anymore you know what I mean that is I can't imagine being a PR person for a Bravo person that would be the most stressful fucking job the shit like this would happen and apparently does because we're the uh the Judices, like the same kind of thing happened with them. It's like, I didn't sign up for this. Like, I thought I was just pulling you guys out of suburbia with your chains. Exactly. Like, this is not what I was anticipating. They always have. People are like nurses before COVID. And now they're like, you're in the fucking front lines. And that's like what PR is. They're like, I just want to move to New York and eventually marry rich. And they're like, no, bitch, you have to pull this woman out of a gutter and figure out her whole life. (laughs) You have to uncancel someone. Yeah, you have to uncancel someone and make sure that they don't go to prison. (laughs) You have to be a lawyer to be a PR person. Pretty much. It's, It's crazy, but it's all happening through the media. And then like, so Erica Jane's obviously on Bravo. Hulu released a documentary called The Housewife and the Hustler, like blowing them up, saying like, she definitely knew like she was listed as the secretary on like a lot of things like there's no way she didn't know yeah but that being said like so you you brought up Teresa Judice mm-hmm. she was a real house of New Jersey who did go to jail and I think she played it perfectly all she did was acted dumb which Erica's not acting dumb she's acting all smart and shit she's like I know exactly what's going on in my life and it's like you need to act dumb yeah maybe so, don't know anything yeah exactly exactly Teresa acted dumb stood by her man because that makes America like like you I think you know what I mean yeah because 
America just wants to like sensationalize like a a crazy, messy woman. You know what I mean? So that's like, you can't divorce because then you are on your own island as a woman, you know? You gotta stay together. You gotta act dumb. And then you can divorce them after and then be like, fuck you. And then act like you didn't know. Yeah, that's, that's what so you have true. As yeah. soon as you leave the husband, you're hated more because when people just hate women. I And so that's like, what's, if you're not with a man, they're like, nah, get rid of her. There's no photos of Tom Girardi online. Like Tom spotted out because he's fucking ugly. People don't want to look at an old man. They want to look at the woman that's crazy, like, what's she do like she's it's glam it's more glamorous in a way and yet also so sexist yeah <laughs> you're not gonna look at them as a couple and be like oh she had no idea where the money is coming from she married him for his heart you know it's like right his heart was halfway out <laughs> you know his heart was like done at that point yeah so. and she's like also throwing him under the yeah I just don't think she's playing it right yeah um well I have a crazy bitch of the week um in Pennsylvania, there was an exorcism at a Home Depot. I don't know if you saw this. Basically, the cops were called. I did see this on from you. I, yeah, I retweeted it because I was like, of course, this is happening in Pennsylvania. That is amazing. In the lumber aisle. So basically, someone called the police. They have a recording of someone calling the police saying there's an exorcism happening in the lumber aisle. But all the comments on the recording were like, how is this 2021 and no one got this on tape? But what I think happened is someone right? just had a seizure in Home Depot and their partner started praying for them. Someone just took it completely like <laughs> far left field. Yeah, it's like, no, they have epilepsy. That's, That's the exorcism you were looking for. But I do think that if an exorcism were to happen, it would be in the lumber aisle of a Home Depot. And I'm like, how did this person, first of all, maybe a lighting department and you, you know, your eyes got kind of fucked up and you had you started seizing but how do you just like see wood and then I, I don't know maybe the devil lives in wood maybe he was okay here's where I was kind of going I was going to like a horror movie kind of vibe like maybe he was building a shrine or something like with crazy crosses and like and you have to get that stuff at Home Depot <laughs> so you think the devil <laughs> the devil overtook the wife's body and the husband went with her because she's like, you're never going to find it. The devil's inside of her. But she's like, you're literally not going to find the right. He's like, I crossing. told you to wait in the car. Wait, stop yelling at me. She's like, don't get the brown plywood. Get the other one. And then the devil's like chiming in halfway. He's like, get the plywood. Like, get the plywood. <laughs> that is so funny. The idea that the devil entered the wife's body. And she was like, I have to go shopping. This will never get done. Wait, I thought an exorcism was when you take the devil out of someone. Yeah, it is. So they were performing. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Well, I was, I was thinking like, was he having like, a, like the devil came through, but no, it's someone was taking it out. Yeah. They were like, leave the devil at home Depot where he belongs. <laughs> Just give it to the greeter. Don't I feel like there's never that. anyone around and they don't know anything. And like, if you ask a question, they like don't help. Yeah. Roll they're like pissed off. Yeah, probably because they are possessed by the devil because that's where you go to have an exorcism. Now we know. It's not happening at Target. Mm-hmm. Not Lowe's. Lowe's. I'll tell you that. That's so, yeah. That headline was just not surprising to me at all. I really think everyone is losing their goddamn minds. Like, we don't live in the world we signed up for. No. no. <laughs> not even yeah. close. 
I mean, honestly, after being in rehab, it's like the there's a wait list. So many people want to go because I can't even imagine. I'm I'm dying to go. I mean, I can't even imagine. (laughs) I don't mean to be insensitive, by the way. I I really don't. No, I mean I. I, No, I don't think you are at all. Good. Speaking of insensitive, so do you have a crazy bitch of the week? We're not allowed to right. say crazy. I did. I was like my psycho ex-boyfriend. And then to the nurse, I was like, I probably can't say that in here, right? And he's like, not outside of this office. You yeah, not. maybe not. Maybe not. We'd be throwing around the word psycho in an institution full of Constantly. <laughs> um, my crazy bitch of the week, I just think she is, I don't know what's going on. And I'm typically not a Kardashian person, but Kourtney Kardashian is fascinating me recently wait say like she has apparently the diamond encrusted fangs now it was a tweet or something where someone's like she's just going through like her skater girl phase and she's got the diamond encrusted fangs like all the pictures where she's just climbing all over travis barker just hanging out with addison ray all this stuff sorry skylar were you never 14 and take on the personality of your boyfriend i oh that's adorable that you would think anybody wanted my face when i was 14 (laughs) find a photo of it no one was even close like i wish i could have had a skater girl face but i just never had the opportunity (laughs) wait she has been wild i'm so shocked by what's happening they're being very sexual it's definitely smart but like the comments are like my daddy like lo- the way they comment on each other's photo and then comment on- again like love you it's like aren't y'all together yeah like, tech- like why really look to your right and say it that like that's an overarching thing I can't stand it when people do that anyway if you're commenting on your boyfriend's like Facebook or Instagram or something it's like text him we don't no one else cares no one else yeah this. but it also bothers me because I'm like you are not 26 years old and doing this you're like 40 something and you have four kids. I would also, she's so embarrassed if my mom was like, oh my God, this sex Travis Barker icon. It's really weird. I'm wondering, I'm very much so like, is this real or is okay. this like, none of it's real. It can't but be real, it, right? No. I mean, I think the point because Travis Barker. Barker can get back into music. Like what's the point of going that far if it's not real? Money, no, I think their relationship like, is real, but I think it's just like, it's almost, I mean, it's like what every girl would do when you're like, oh, I'm dating somebody new, so I'm going to make my ex jealous, but on a Kardashian scale. But where, on the biggest scale possible. Where it's like, okay, well, Scott Disick's going to go bang a 19-year-old. I'm going to bang Travis Barker literally on Instagram live. Like, that's the next step. That's the only thing they can do at this point. That would be more surprising than everything else that's happened. Yeah. What if she gets a sex tape? What if the, she's doing this to distract from Kim and Kanye? Genius. I went and I won't be shocked. Like, that's the thing. This In is terms their of royal people, family move. Yeah. Yeah. Prince William cheated on Kate. So they threw Meghan Markle under the bus. Mark Markle under the bus. Ex- I, I, I don't know. I fall for, I fall for the Kardashian conspiracies, especially because when you're a celeb couple, you can make so much money, like, because people really like that. Like, think about like, like Ben and um, Ben Affleck or Jennifer Lopez and A-Rod. Like they were making so much fucking bank because they were just like doing products, like lines being like, it makes you relevant to being a couple. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I did see that on Spotify, new music, Travis Barker dropped a new song. And I was like, he is fucking genius. And yeah, Courtney's so- got a lot going on with Poosh. She acts like she doesn't, but Poosh is like 
a brand. Like I still they, don't understand what poosh fucking is. I just think it's like chuggy goop. That's what I think it is. It's it's actually chuggy goop. I I don't really I don't know a lot about poosh. Poosh is chuggy goop. Chuggy goop. <laughs> Say that sentence to anyone like 15 years ago. I'm like, I'm like, the world is crazy. Anyways, this is the future. Everyone just thinks I'm having a seizure. They're like, oh my God, is she having an exorcism by herself? (laughs) My grandfather beat tuberculosis and two brain aneurysms, and I'm going to kill him by telling him that Poosh is Chuggy Goop. I'm going to go downstairs and be like, grandfather, I know you don't have a front tooth right now, but Poosh is Chuggy Goop, and it can save you. But to your point, Kravis is helping Poosh. Yes, Kravis yeah. is saving Poosh. It's, I know it's a website. So I know people buy things. If you're a website, you're making money when people are, I, I mean, I don't know. I didn't statement. know. You're saying Poosh is so legit. It's a website where you buy things. That is, that is your argument. Poosh is actually like, pretty so big deal, guys. It's a website where you buy things. Stuart, Poosh is nothing. It's truly you. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, there's little ads on the side. Like there's ads on the website sometimes. You can buy a face mask for $150. It's legit. Okay. It's legit. It's, it has www dot in front of it. It, it is legit, y'all. They use Helvetica. Helvetica. <laughs> Georgia. I'm just, I'm just fighting, fighting in the courts for Poosh to be legitimate. It's so funny because people talk about the Kardashians like because they are so well known, you can talk about them like they're your friends or family. Yeah. yeah. My friend was just like, oh, it's just so annoying because Courtney just doesn't work hard at all and she thinks Poosh <laughs> is a fucking thing, but everyone knows it's a fucking joke. No, it's yeah. crazy. I'll be like, I hope Kim's okay. Like, yeah, you really feel I actually watched, I don't recommend doing this, but unfortunately I do have a lot of time on my hands and I watch, there's conspiracy TikToks about the Kardashians. Oh God. Their personalities are very like vague in a way that makes you feel more comfortable do you know what I mean like they don't really take a huge stand on anything they sort of just fits certain tropes you know what I mean but they kind never of just like, feel that character yeah but they're never like super like personable about anything do you do, do you know what I mean like Kim's never like taking a stance about like this thing and they don't get into a ton of fights and they their fights are very small like friend group fights and like Courtney's like the lazy one. Chloe's like the sweet, nice one. Like supposed to be the funny one, but she's not funny. Kim is like the leader one. You know what I mean? Yeah, but when you, like, I just feel like that's how every yeah. anyone is. Well, that's how they pitch shows. It's like, you have to have a character, like who, how do they fall into that? Right. And I think they've grown into those characters. But I yeah, think Chloe's yeah. tried to fight it because she was like the ugly one. Yeah, and now she's right. like, I was always the ugly one. She's like still yeah. the ugly one, but she's hot. Right. But don't you think they tone down their personalities like to a water, like pop music, like water level, like so that oh, yeah. we can, can I digest like, it easier. The first seasons, and I haven't really, ironically, I haven't really kept up with any of it, but they were always like beat each other up and attack each other and like tell jokes like you would with your siblings. Yeah. And that all got toned down because it was very much just like, now we're status symbols. So now we're just going to sit here and eat our salads. Right. At each other like this. I mean, they don't really have a lot of cancellation issues ever because I think they are so like, that's Chris being like, like it is a tight fucking ship. Yeah. 
that's the part I couldn't keep up with when I'm like, I'm just bored. Like now you guys are sitting around doing nothing and then going on a vacation. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I I actually can't watch the breakups are like amicable and you're like, fuck. See, it's like, it's very, it's funny when you think about it. And like other reality shows I love, I'm like, I'm like, they're fighting, they're crazy. I hate her. I love her. And then like watching the Kardashians is just like meditation. Well, I think it was too before they would have tabloids, like the sisters are fighting, which probably made things worse. And now they're like, let's just not make let's just never let's just sell uh, let's just sell our bodies as much as possible and not create anything and not have any personality no dialogue other than what we're selling and like some there was something that they said about kindle like how she's very like we don't like her because she's not really good at it like i don't know if you guys how you guys feel about kindle but i don't think people like her i love i do like her because i don't think she drinks the kool-aid the whole tequila thing that they're doing i'm like why didn't you just leave her alone like She's fine. Let her go hang out with her friends and model sometimes. And like, don't make her do the tequila that she can't. I'm shocked that Chris let that slide after the Pepsi thing. Like you can't, Kendall cannot sell a product. Like it just doesn't work. She keeps missing the mark. Yeah. She misses the mark. Does she look damn good? Absolutely. Oh yeah. She's the best looking one. So I can't imagine being like Kylie's sister too. Cause Kylie makes like the most money is the most famous one. Yeah, but I don't I like her. I'd rather like not have a child. I don't know. Stormy's pretty cute, but I don't know. No, it's that like, seems a lot. But I once dated a guy who said his dream girl was Kendall Jenner, so I'm biased. Wait, he- that's actually sexist to say. That's bad for women. I, I know. <laughs> and no one. He, and then I was like, why didn't he call? <laughs> like, How dare he say that? How dare you say Also, that? way to set yourself up for disaster, buddy. That's never happening. <laughs> well, he yeah, was 35 and single, so that explains a lot. There you go. Bumble yeah, Brian, RIP. I actually think it's really interesting if a guy is into, like, Kim or Courtney, because they're very different, like, guy vibes. Mm-hmm. Like, you kind of figure out quick if a guy likes, like, someone super, like, a little more fake or, like... Yeah. Well, um... I mean, we've been going for a while. Um, thank you so much, Stuart, for coming on. I hope the men enjoyed this. It's it's sixty percent men who listen to this, so I hope they enjoyed. <laughs> yeah, <that>. they'll love it. <laughs> um, do you want to plug your handles? Do you have anything coming up? You want to plug? Yes. Out. So I am at Stuart and Chill on all the platforms. And if you're in New York City, I have a show on Saturday nights at nine p.m. at the Tiny Cupboard every week. Hannah is going to come do it once she moves back to New York City. I can't wait. Skylar, are you a comedian? I'm not. Okay, then Skylar won't be on the show, but she'll come visit. I'll come do my haikus for you all. Just open mic. (laughs) Yeah, yes, exactly. It's what the people clearly want. So Skylar's just planning bachelorettes in the back. Yeah. Um, And then I have a podcast called Staying Humble with Stu, where I pretty much just talk shit about. It's very similar. I just talk (laughs) shit. (laughs) Sweet. (laughs) 